newest episode of Simi Pro. Ooh. My name is Dalton Barrett, and in the studio with me, I've got my good friends, Daniel Savage and Josh Clements. Say hello, everybody. Uh, yeah. Wow. It's, hey, man. A, very, it's a very <laughs> tired episode of, of Semi Pro today. I'm you know tired what? of doing this show. You've only been on two episodes. <laughs> really? <laughs> man. It's been a long, <laughs> long year. And this was one of the better movies that we've watched. <laughs> Definitely going to be yeah, better we, than uh... the next couple weeks. <laughs> I'm not looking forward oh, yeah, to that... the next few weeks. I'm going to be that, completely no. honest with you. That reminds me, Dalton. Me and Daniel have a surprise. Then we're going to wait. <laughs> after after we watched what we're going to watch for the next few weeks, on the final week, uh, we're going to reveal to you what we're watching the week after. Oh no! I, and, uh, I I already forgot. Like I know I know this is something we came up with, but I already forgot what it is. Oh, I I could never forget what it is. <laughs> I'm so nervous. Um, it's going to be great. Is it the one movie that you guys were watching on Discord the other day? No, 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 no. Uh, no, the, not, po- no. The, the postal movie. No, 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 the, no, the po- no, postal movie. That's 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 a great movie. That that would never be a punishment movie for you. No, no, no. that's that's just a masterpiece. Cool. Shout cool, out, cool, shout cool. out, Uwe Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> uh, so today we are talking about Revenge of the Mid, um, <laughs> aka what the movie. That's, so, yeah, it is, certainly is. About every 15 minutes know. throughout watching this movie, I just said, what? And that's where we're at. So, yeah. What, what did you guys think after your initial, like, first watch? Well, it, I don't know how to explain it, because it, it it doesn't feel right when you look at the old uh, other movies but this feels more like a kid's movie and maybe that's just because i watched it when i was a kid so i inherently uh, associate it with my childhood um but just like like the everything about it feels so much more like this is for children than any of the other episodes like it, it dropped all pretense of being a star wars movie and just like it's a kid's movie see i would argue I, I went into this, not went into this, but I walked away from this movie thinking, oh, so this is the reason that people are nostalgic for the prequels. Because <laughs> well, it's not I, I, good. It has the same issues that the other two have, just as bad, but it's more fun. So when you're a kid and you watch this one, you're like, man, I love this. Hey, it's, look at this fun Star Wars stuff. Right. Hey, look at this this cool guy with these cool spinning purple lightning sticks. <laughs> <laughs> like he's spinning. Those are pretty cool. That's a good he's trick. spinning. <laughs> <laughs> it like, I I mean this is I, I do like this movie. Um, at the very least more than the other two that you right. made me watch over the last two weeks. Um, it, but and it like it, it's not great by any stretch. I I'm still annoyed that at the very start of this movie they just go, oh yeah, here's a new villain. There's no explanation for him. You don't have to worry. <laughs> Right. Which here's, is like, here's, here's a new villain who has a human set of lungs and heart and eyes, and he's a robot, and that's that's just the thing. I think it's, it's cool supposed to now. be symbolism for Darth Vader, Daniel. They're symbolizing Darth Vader because Darth Vader comes at the end of this movie, so this is like a prototype Darth Vader. It, well, I mean, it's fine for us yeah, now. Sure, man. We had we we have Clone Wars, and Clone Wars is the savior of this movie in particular. Um, but at the time, Mid. imagine going to the cinema. Imagine going to the cinema. You've, you've just watched episode two, 
Anakin's just had his arm chopped off by Count Dooku, who got away, and the Clone Wars have begun. And you walk into this, and no one feels like a character from the last movie. Like, everyone just kind of feels entirely new. Now, yeah, that that is a big issue that I noticed, is nobody feels like the same person across any of these three movies. And I, except for Anakin and Padme's love scenes, those the state out of everything we wanted from the last movie to carry over to this one, the romance between Anakin right. and Padme is exactly Weird, the same. Creepy, awkward, uncomfortable <laughs> Jedi mind trick gaslight romance is did still there. Not, did not miss a beat with that one. <laughs> um, so that that's fun. But I, I don't know. This movie, I think it's more fun than Attack of the Clones for sure. And it's the the action. I would the action is on par with the the stuff in Phantom Menace. There's just more of it, but the story is equally as unengaging. And so I think for that reason, this is the one that people are nostalgic for, and maybe they've just gaslit themselves into thinking that they like the other two as well. That's all I can assume. Right. I, um. The. As a, as a standalone series of movies, it's not bad, especially this one. If you watch this movie by itself, like you just jump into this movie, it's kind of alright. Like it's I again, not great, not great, but it's it's kind of alright. Uh, I don't it's, know. Um, it's it's got it's got some fun moments. It's got I'll give some it very fun moments. Yes, but I do think it's just as bad. It's not as bad as Attack of the Clones, because Attack of the Clones is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. It's just as bad as Phantom Menace. It's just newer. Well, it does It does have better CG. Like, it, Well, I don't know, man. Phantom Menace was gorgeous. Um, but yeah, the, I, the the special effects in this probably do hold up a little better. Well, like like Grievous. If you compare Grievous to Boss Ness, then who looks better? <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, man. I don't remember Boss Nass at all. Yeah, is that is that a Star Wars character? I thought that was the guy that, 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 that tried to chase the Duke boys out of town. <laughs> all no, right, Boss the Nass was the, the Boss Nass was the George Lucas standing. Right, right. I, I got right. it. Once you went, <laughs> I, I picked up on who you were talking about. Should have said that to begin with. Um. <laughs> Let's open this movie's plot. We're just going to crack it open, and we're just going to go through, and we're going to walk through the plot. Um, just full clarification for those listening who maybe haven't seen this movie in a while and are listening to the plot. This movie is paced horribly, and so the things we're going to talk about don't necessarily line up with the amount of time you think they should in your head. <laughs> um the this opening battle, so uh, the the crawl happens. I'm gonna be honest. This was the first one I zoned out. Didn't read a word of it. Don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, the crawl. I just I remember it starts and it says war. I saw, it yeah, it starts with just war exclamation mark. Yes, and it ends and, with them uh, saying what is that it? What Palpatine is it good has for? been kidnapped. So <laughs> right. So war exclamation point is what it says. But I was getting my notes ready on my computer as that was rolling. And so I didn't see that until it was about halfway up, and it just looks like wart because, <laughs> because it's a bit being far away and in front of the stars. I was like, does that really – is that wart? So I had to Google it, but it says war, <laughs> exclamation point. Um, it's almost like the title of these movies is Star Wars. So we just said 
Star Wars. Do we really need war again? I'm nitpicking. That's too much. The opening battle is really cool. It's probably my favorite scene from the whole movie. Um, it's much better than the scene with Anakin and Obi-Wan flying in Attack of the Clones, where that was creepy and uncomfortable. This one is charismatic and fun, and Obi-Wan and Anakin seem like friends, and they're having a really good time in the middle of this war. People are dying everywhere, and it's super fun. Uh, it's made to look like a one-take, which I don't really care because it's not like impressive when everything is CGI, but it's still a really cool battle. The ships are really neat-looking. Um, the clones are doing their clone thing. The droids are doing their droid thing. I still stand by it's dumb for R2-D2 to be in these movies, uh, but he helps out Obi-Wan, and then they crash into the ship where Palpatine is, and then this is... That was like the highlight of the movie. Everything's downhill from here. Like, that was the high point. We're just cruising at a steady pace. I have, uh, I have, I have here in my notes, uh, it just says, R2 Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> I don't know what I meant by that. Well, they, they just kind of say, like, hey, R2, move the, move the elevator. Hey, R2, flip the ship. Hey, R2. Uh, hey, R2, shoot electricity out of yourself and electrocute all these guards so we can get our lightsabers back. They also hey, did R2, something... Hey, really... R2, fix my marriage. They did something really weird with R2 in this movie where he's, like, a slapstick character, and he hasn't mm. been in the last two, and it's a, it's kind of fun but at the same time it's like what are we doing i did i did i did like the scene where he got buried in in like other droid garbage parts yeah that one was fun but then when he comes running down the hallway like and then he just crashes into the wall like <laughs> i i i always remember like so i remember parts of this movie more than i remember others because the episode three tying game for ps2 was like weirdly good and weirdly detailed but because it was a tying game, what it did was it just had straight up scenes of the movie and then it would cut to the video game. And the one I always remember is uh, 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 Grievous saying activate ray shields. And in the game, the ray shields are, as it turns out, a giant flat shield that stops you from going forward, which always messes with me because in here it's spotlights. Right. Um, there's also Grievous is introduced here and he's cool looking. Um, but we don't need a new villain, and it's very frustrating that we're getting a new villain again for the third time the, <laughs> in this franchise. And the villain is not uh, uh, Christopher Lee. And this time he's not a, a, a Sith. He's just a robot dude with some lightsabers, um, which is fine, I guess. But I don't know. It, 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 it's it does really seem weird. Like, it does seem like they're doing like a precursor to Darth Vader type thing with him. Whereas he was a human who was horribly disfigured, and so he's in a robot suit to keep him alive. That's what I think Lucas right. was going for. What did and George I, Lucas mean by this? What did George Lucas mean? Um, Obi-Wan and Anakin seem to actually like each other in this little opening bit. There's some stuff later where it seems like they don't like each other, but that for the most part throughout this movie, they do seem like they like each other. There's also this weird thing, and it's been coming up in the last three movies, and I... You, if you watch the prequels first and then go to watch the original trilogies, there's several things that you'll be confused by. And this is one that I think would really confuse me if I saw these movies first. And it's the Obi-Wan hates flying arc. Because they mention it in the last one, they hint at it in Phantom Menace, and then this movie, he, he just straight up says, like, human beings were not meant to fly. 
And it's like, it seems like that's a set off, a setup for it to pay off in the original trilogy. Like Obi-Wan tells Luke, like, I always hated flying, but he never does. And so I'm so confused as to why they decided to set that up. Why does your Jedi Knight need to be afraid of flying? Maybe it's uh, just a really long setup for the, uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi. Maybe uh, so. Maybe maybe in the show they're gonna they're gonna mention that he hates flying, or maybe maybe that was Lucas's the, the central arc to the character is maybe, him hating I, flying, and he learns to get over his fear of flying to protect little baby ten year old Luke. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's George Lucas's explanation for him never leaving Tatooine and staying there the whole mm-hmm. time because he, he was just he was just scared. <laughs> he was it's scared probably, to fly off the planet. It's probably something to do with like. The whole the running joke of Anakin just keeps on trying to kill himself when he's flying ships, right? Um, like like in this one, uh, Obi Wan gets a lot of these little weird uh, bug tick robots on his ship, and Anakin Anakin thinks, okay, how do I get them off? Oh, I'll just fly my ship into Obi Wan's. That that'll work. That's we a good will trick. crash our ships into each other, and then that'll work. There's also these really cool. And I wanted to mention them, I guess, because I typed them out. But now I barely remember them. But they're coming back to me. And they were really cool. There were these ships that instead of being like ships piloted by somebody, they were just straight up droid ships. Not even ships piloted by droids. They were just droids built into ships. That was cool. Mm. I really liked those little fellas. I, they uh, were very I, also, I also remember those because they were in the Lego Star Wars game. I always wanted one. <laughs> Um, so Grievous comes in we're introduced to him and then they find Palpatine who is on the ship and Dooku comes into the room and Palpatine looks at Obi-Wan and says you're you're no match for him he's a Sith Lord to which Obi-Wan turns to Palpatine and says the dumbest line in the movie which is Sith Lords are our speciality and they just aren't like they're they're, no, they're he's, not. He's they, they, they have fought, they have fought two Sith Lords in the past. One of which just straight up beat them, and the one other one which killed is, his is master. Is this Sith Lord who's <laughs> right. already beaten Who them? Like, but and, and yeah, and this guy has won against them. You guys, they they just aren't good at all. Yeah. Like they're definitely not your speciality at all. You fought two right. in the last like hundred years of the Jedi Council. <laughs> And they've both beat. Well, I mean, I guess Obi Wan technically beat Darth Maul, but out of two Jedi, only one of them survived. Like, I, I yeah, I that, that, that's a, that, that's a net loss in terms of your your profit. Obi Wan, I'm here to explain your financial yeah. advisor. You're you're at a loss when it comes to <laughs> Sith Lord your profit. Sith, your Sith KD ratio. It's such a stupid <laughs> line. And so then Dooku comes in. Anakin and Obi Wan fight him. Anakin is powerful enough to defeat Dooku, unless he's not, and it was all part of the plan. But Dooku seems real scared. Why didn't he just rat Palpatine out then and there? That's what I'm saying. Like, but, yeah, like why, yeah. why, why would, why, why he would could the just Sith go, be loyal? Yeah, he, it's also like evil. It's definitely not part of the plan because Dooku looks scared out, out of his mind. You Maybe think he's, he's just, just a really good actor? He just go. He look at Palpatine and just go. You know, he's my master. Right? He like he's trying to manipulate you. Like this guy. This guy's the Sith Lord. Like th- this dude is the Sith. And the, the, the one and only. I want to take a moment here to talk about Palpatine's plan. Because I'm still lost. <laughs> so at this point, you know, we're seeing Palpatine is being rescued by Anakin and Obi-Wan from Count Dooku, who in fact is his 
own apprentice. Yes. Because Palpatine started this war simply so that he could take over the Senate, right? So he's already got control of the the House. I don't know how the politics in this work. He's already got control of most of the government. Now all he needs is the Senate, and he needs to be in, in con- control of of the Senate. And to do that, what he wanted to do was he wanted to frame the Jedi for a revolt, right? He wanted the Jedi to revolt against the Senate so that he could say that the Jedi were bad, take over, and rebrand the Republic as the Galactic Empire. That's his plan. To do this, he starts a war with the Jedi against a group that he created called the Separatist. So he is playing both sides so that he never loses. But... He puts himself in in this movie specifically. He puts himself in this ship to be rescued by the Jedi, so that Anakin can kill Count Dooku. So that, and then the ship almost crashes, and it's an absolute miracle that they survive. I'm I mean, so yeah. lost. Why couldn't he just but, kill Dooku himself? Why did he need Anakin to kill Count Dooku? Well, like the, him needing well, Anakin, he needed, to, kill he needed Anakin like to, 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 yeah, become evil or whatever. But even this, though yeah, he was already evil, Anakin becomes murdered. evil. We, no, no, we but see this, the reason right. later in the movie. Th- this was like the the. I, I, I mean, this we this saw is, the reason earlier in the last movie when he, he no, but they're different of reasons. Children. And then, <laughs> and then it, his, I, I kind of get his wife it. was just fine with it. <laughs> I kind of get it. Well, no, his wife really liked it. That was the point. Yeah, right. Um, I. I'm gonna find it. Um, yeah, keep going, keep going. Why? My, I, I guess my main I point is why it. did given, we need given, a war? Why did we need a war for this to happen? Right. No, that that part's just there, there is no answer for that whatsoever. Because but he the, almost the, dies so many times during this war. Like here, he almost dies. This well, I, could have been his death. Should have been his death. What did, what did he say? Yeah, I, guess, to I, guess, I guess you can say he's like he's a Sith Lord and he he's. I don't, he's he, he's just powerful and cocky and doesn't think Actually, that he's going to die. I guess, I guess technically Dooku doesn't know that he's Palpatine. Like he doesn't know. Now he definitely mas- does. That look was a look he's, of he's, this is Palpatine. There's no way he doesn't know. Well, no, because it, it could also be a look of like like isn't this against the Jedi code or whatever? But uh, it, nah, it he knows. Serve, he knows. <laughs> It, it does serve towards the idea of like Anakin giving into his rage against uh, uh, Dooku because that's how Palpatine manipulates it later. So I, I kind of get that. I just don't get what like. Let's say that uh, Dooku knew maybe that okay. Palpatine here, was... let's don't do this in an environment where there's a giant space battle going on outside. Right. Yeah. Right. This is a hey. Why don't we go back to to Tatooine or Genosha or whatever? My point with this is that Palpatine is an idiot. He's yes, the worst. Palpatine is an idiot. He's the like. It, this is the worst Palpatine, plot I've Palpatine ever seen have to take plan. over a government. He also um, just he also, he also kind of looks like Mr. Bean, which I think is worth mentioning. <laughs> he looks weirdly different looks like in this old movie, Mr. Bean. Yeah, he looks like Mr. Bean in this one. <laughs> um, all right, Palpatine is an idiot. So Anakin, Palpatine, and Obi-Wan now get captured by Grievous, who doesn't know that Palpatine is the Emperor, or doesn't know that Palpatine is Darth Sidious. So they get captured by General Grievous, who tries to kill them again. Uh, So here's another time in which Palpatine almost dies to his own plan. Grievous escapes after a fight, and Anakin winds up landing the ship successfully. There's no way... 
logistically that he should have been able to do that, but he does. So cool. So here's two times in just the opening of this movie where the guy orchestrating this plan should have died to his own plan. He just, um, he lucks his way into everything. Right. Right. I mean, that that's... It really, he didn't actually have a plan. He was just winging it the whole time. Oh, that, he, he, every time something that's happens... The, that's the, like, true, oh, man, the true dark good. side, is just, just completely winging it. <laughs> just winging it. <laughs> the, yeah. the true dark side is improvisation. Um, And then Obi-Wan tells Anakin, hey, this was, this was all you. Like, you did a good job today. Now go and talk to the press or whatever. And right. so Anakin's like, ah, oh, okay, I guess so. And then he, despite being... Despite not wanting to do it, he's excited to see his wife, who he knew was there. So he apparently just didn't want to see her. Uh, so he meets up with Padme, and Padme tells Anakin <laughs> they, that she's pregnant. Cool. <laughs> that that scene always gets me because it's like they're meant to be having a secret meeting, and they basically just walk <laughs> around a column. Well, and and, and like, they did very echoey hall. Well, it's a very echoey hall. I feel like you you hear everything that gets said in there. Also, like I, I was expecting Obi Wan to just come back around and be, "Hey, uh, I, I'm I like I'm like five feet uh, away. What, <laughs> what, you guys think you're being castle. sneaky or something? <laughs> yeah, like, like you, you got like you kissed him as he was in our group. I don't know. Like you're we're making eye contact with me. Like what? <laughs> Jar Jar turns around and he says, "Padme's not pregnant." <laughs> just like way up at the end of the hall. Um, yeah. So so she's pregnant. Cool. Uh, and it's, it's fine. Um, I hate how we got here, but I guess we had to get here. They really backed themselves into a corner with these, with this movie specifically. I think this movie would have been a lot better had they not set it up horribly. Um, but the setup for this is horrible. And so they backed themselves into a corner because they've got the stuff that happened before and the stuff that happens after. And, um... It, it it like she has to have a baby, right? Like that's but they've already established now that two of that, them actually, right? She has to have two. That's that's kind of the point of her being a, existing. A who exist? That's why Natalie Portman was born, right? Just for Star Wars. <laughs> um. So we we cut away from this, and Anakin, no, Grievous meets with Palpatine to talk about their next steps for what's going to happen next, and basically he's now in charge of the Separatist. Um, he's in charge of this revolution. So he's like the main guy now that Dooku is is dead. Um, and so they put Grievous in charge for some reason and, and while Palpatine is going to go and work on Anakin for him to be the new leader of the... the new like main general of the Empire when Grievous dies. Um, and then we cut back to Anakin and Pal uh, Padme... While they're in Padme's house, which Anakin is staying in, which nobody finds suspicious. And they talk about plans for their baby in the creepiest way possible. She's all like, I want to take him back to Naboo. While she's brushing her hair. And Anakin's like, you're so beautiful. <laughs> she says, only because I'm so in love. And he says, no. No. Because I'm so in love with you. Ah, so love has blinded you. <laughs> God, that, like, punch it's this like, movie. <laughs> it's so bad. And it's so in line with what happened in the last one. This th Their whole relationship is like, it's like a, a, a TikTok relationship. <laughs> it's not like, even it, that. It, it, what it reminds me of is like when you, when you first start being romantically involved with someone you care about, 
you start saying yeah, you, stupid things like this. <laughs> but you say you say cringy stuff. You say cringy stuff, and you know, like like you've got the, all the endorphins in your brain, and and you can stay up till two a.m. and you can wake up the next morning and you're not even tired, and like like you're like you say stuff like this because you're an idiot, and that's what it right. feels like. But they've been married they've for been together for, for ten a while. years now. <laughs> I've been married for a month and I'm not saying stuff like this anymore, you know? Like it's I don't know. It's so it's so weird and it comes across across so like, as creepy. It's so inhuman. Like it, it, it's it resembles nothing like an actual normal interaction between two people, especially one who's just been told that they're pregnant. Right. Like <laughs> like when you tell someone you're pregnant, there's usually there's shock, there's awe, there's excitement. There's not just creepily staring at each other. No, there was, Josh, there was shock, awe, and excitement. They just all happened within 10 seconds of each other. <laughs> they, just, they all happened from the audience. <laughs> um, so after they talk about where they're going to have the baby, Anakin has another bad dream. Because apparently, the whole time, throughout the whole original trilogy, Darth Vader has just been able to see the future, which I guess right. is kind of cool. Um, but they never touch on that ever again. Maybe he loses that ability. But he, he they, has probably, another... They'll probably do that again in, like, uh, in Kenobi. In I like would not be surprised forward. if... They'll, if... they'll flash forward to a scene from uh, episode four or something. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised right. if that's something they, they, they don't touch, which could be a cool element. Um, but Anakin has a bad dream, um, and he sees Padme dying in childbirth in the dream. He sees Padme screaming. Then yeah, but no you hear the babies in the background. The you hear you right. hear the babies crying, and then when Padme goes to ask Anakin what the dream was about, he says, "You die in childbirth." Um, are you grunting in disagreement, or are you grunting in <laughs> I was wrong? I, I, and I, I can't admit I, 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 grunting I, I'm, I'm pondering. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just be pondering. Um, I'm just I'm pondering my orb. So yeah, so they talk about it for a second, and she's like, I'll be fine, it was just a dream. And he's like, no, it wasn't just a dream. And then they talk for a little bit, and he's like, it was just a dream. And so then he goes to talk to Yoda about his dream, and Yoda gives Anakin the worst bit of advice ever. He says, he not to be sad about death. care about the people you love. <laughs> right. Don't be sad about death because love is bad. So don't, don't, yeah, I <laughs> like, I don't get the Jedi. I don't. I have. I have in my notes. I. I said because I saw Yoda not flipping around. So my immediate instinct was, I'm. Kind, I kind of like Yoda in this movie. <laughs> and then one second later, I wrote, "Never mind. I hate Yoda. The Jedi are horrible. <laughs> they're bad. <laughs> like they're. They, they're, just, they're just the worst. I. Yeah. Um. I, I. I do think that's on purpose. Like the Jedi being. The Jedi. Awful. I don't know that it because the Jedi are like, they're like a. It's like a third or like a kindergartner's view on morality where it's just like completely black and white. And I don't know if that's, like you said, intentional or if that's just. I, I, I think it was set up to be intentional, but I think by the time we get to this movie, it's not. George Lucas forgot that, that he was he was being ironic <laughs> with them. Right. I think it's I think it's meant to be intentional. I just also think it's still poorly, poorly done. Like it's not. It's not good, but it's. I, I do believe that he was trying to point out that the Jedi view of everything is either good or bad is ultimately what leads it to its downfall. And I would I agree just, with you. I just don't six think it's years done before very this well. movie comes out. But by the time <laughs> this movie comes out, they've they've done away with that plot point. They, well, no, they just didn't focus on it enough to actually have it be an arc for the Jedi. It's just kind of a thing that happens. 
Like it, it, it never. There's no real focus on it. There's no real attention to it. There, there's no like Anakin questioning whether or not this is a good thing for the Jedi to be doing. Like, why well, I mean, we, he why? does, but he's the bad guy. So like, we're not right. supposed to agree. He does question if this is a good thing what for they? the Jedi to be doing, but he's the villain. Right. Then what, he also what? kills children. <laughs> right. You know. What, so it's what they should have done. What they should have done is had Obi Wan be the one. Mm-hmm question it the whole time like like everyone anakin gets rejected for being a master for the council and he's, he's whining about it because he's a child uh and everyone should have brought that up everyone should be the one to bring up like hey why why uh why the only sith deal in absolutes because that is an absolute in its, itself so i'm 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 feeling a bit of conflict right, and also here. like kind of all the jedi ideals are are absolutes saying that you you can't like everything is good or bad that you know right. like I, I feel like we we didn't think about this when we started it a few hundred years ago. Maybe maybe we should go back. It should have been Obi Wan and Yoda are the two who disagree with with what the Jedi are doing, right? And what what the Jedi are doing does lead Anakin to the dark side. But Yoda and Obi Wan, they're like maybe we are the bad guys. Like maybe we're but instead, like our two good characters who are supposed to our good guys in this movie are horrible. Anyway. Yoda tells Anakin not to be sad because love is bad. And then Obi-Wan shares his concerns about Palpatine to to Anakin. So the scene that should have been about him sharing his concerns about the Jedi are actually about Palpatine. Uh, and basically, he's just concerned that he's gaining too much control. He's con- and, and these are valid concerns. Um, so then Palpatine goes to... Or Palpatine calls Anakin to him... And promises Anakin that he will be a Jedi Master on the Council, but also his representative on the Council. So he wants to basically spy on the Council through Anakin. That's what he tells Anakin. I'm saying it, I'm wording it like this because this is important. Because next scene, the Council votes to allow Anakin to be on the Council, but they don't make him a Jedi. And then they ask him to spy on Palpatine which he is against, and he's upset about it, even though Palpatine just asked Anakin to spy on the council for him, and he's cool with that one. It's... It, I, I, all I can think is Anakin's just like, I should have stayed a slave. It would have been easier. <laughs> I mean, like, and I get like, it. I don't, like, I get it on I, Palpatine. I get it on both sides, right? But how are you against it when the Jedi ask you to do it, but for it when this counselor asks you to do it? You know what I'm when, saying? When this really, this really shady guy who dresses in like all black and is constantly talking about death and how ruling the galaxy is the ultimate right, goal. Who, who they just, they also just like he just calls like his friend, even though like we've had. I guess, I guess maybe this is just because there was, you know, again a, a time jump between Attack right. of the Clones and this, I, I, but that like I, I that's just they, never been like they've. No, they, they just don't never been introduced. Them. They've never been established as friends. Like they're just it, you kind of you just re rescued him a couple times. You have to watch this movie without Clone Wars because Clone Wars is it, it's unfair. They they released this movie after Episode Two and went yeah no this is a fine jump. They didn't plan for Clone Wars. They didn't go oh we're going to release a TV show that has eight series of of of. Uh, uh, character development. What are you, what are you saying? What are you saying? George George Lucas wasn't thinking ahead. Well, here's my point. Let's say hypothetically he was. Like, let's say Clone Wars <laughs> was the plan to bridge the gap. He thought that a bunch of people who were watching this movie who weren't children were going to watch the cartoon show that's going to fill in the gaps right, just, between the just two. Just to understand <laughs> like, these movies. Like it's like homework. I this it's we talk about this quite frequently on the on the podcast. I hate doing homework for movies. 
Like, I don't want to have to read a comic book or or watch another TV show just to understand this movie. I hate it. Right. Don't especially do especially like like a, a sequel movie where it sh- it should just be a, a sequel right. to the movie, the things introduced <laughs> right. and the ideas introduced in the movie before it. Um. So during the council meeting where Anakin is made a part of the council, but not a Jedi, Yoda goes to um, Kashyyyk, the Wookiee planet, to help with the war. And this is where Anakin and Obi-Wan talk, and they ask Obi-Wan asks Anakin to spy on Palpatine. The council basically does, but they use Obi-Wan because they're scared to ask him. Um, and then Anakin goes back home, and he voices his concerns to his wife. He vents to her about his bad work day, and she also asks him to spy on Palpatine. And she's like, hey... Uh, can you please tell Palpatine to stop the war? Like, I don't think this is right. He needs to give up his power, whatever. And so Anakin gets mad at her for asking him to do the thing that everyone else can see is a problem and he's the only one who can't. Um. <laughs> Anakin remember, just remember when Anakin, Anakin's like- an idiot. Palpatine and Anakin <laughs> are two main bad guys of the original trilogy. The Emperor and Darth idiots. Vader are idiots. <laughs> like, they're this, so this, stupid. The, the ultimate issue with these movies boils down to the fact that... For, okay, I don't like Anakin because he's a whiny idiot who, who gets mm-hmm. a lot of like good stuff that happens to him and he still whines about it. Uh-huh. Palpatine's an idiot who doesn't have a single plan and can't think of what to do and just lucks into every situation. The Jedi are idiots who mm-hmm. continue to just be dumb in every single situation. They go, oh, we should probably spy on this senator and then refuse to act on it properly when they eventually find out something's wrong. They go, oh, we'll just send you know a handful. We'll be all right. And that'll be fine to kill the ultimate Sith Lord. The The... Both both sides of this army are dumb because the the clones exist just to portray the Jedi and right, well, the, the, the whole, the whole concept of this this like like proxy war is just was is just so pointless to begin with because it could have been over before it started. That I guess is my biggest that's my biggest problem. But it, like the Jedi being idiots is one thing because they were completely and utterly unprepared for this. Palpatine being an idiot is inexcusable because this whole thing, this whole operation was his idea. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, this was all something that he planned out, and yet him, he's still an idiot. And Anakin being an idiot is just, like, he's just autistic, as established in the last movie. And it still comes across in this one that he's just being puppeted by people around him. Like, he has no character of his own. He has no authority on his own. And, And it's, it's... Like, right, like come on, man, it. get a get a backbone, <laughs> right? Like, like even his wife can't convince him that the bad guy is the bad guy. Everyone else can see it except him. It, I, Until he sees it, but we'll get. To and that then point. he goes, and then he goes, oh, I think I'm a bad guy now. <laughs> and the, the more, like, I hadn't seen the prequels in a long time, and as I've watched them, I've realized that the robot chicken version of the Emperor is more sane. Than the actual emperor, like it, it's nuts. So, um, Anakin goes to meet Palpatine at the theater. Um, after Padme asks Anakin to tell Palpatine to stop the war, so I'm assuming he's that's what he's going there to do. Like he's like, my wife told me that we need to stop the war, so I'm gonna ask you. And so he goes to meet him at the theater, um, and then 
Palpatine tries to convince Anakin that the Jedi want to overthrow him, which there's no real like there is a bit of truth to that, but it's for valid reason, right? They wanna they wanna get him out of power because he's been in power too he's long. He's an evil, evil man. He he's he's ba- what he is doing is in direct contradiction to how the Republic is supposed to work. So they're trying to get him out of power so that there is not a dictatorship. That's that's the goal. So he's right in doing so. Um or the Jedi are correct in doing so, uh, but Palpatine frames it in a way to try to convince Anakin that the Jedi are the bad guy. Then Palpatine is gaslighting. <laughs> he's gaslighting Anakin. <laughs> to which Anakin tells um, Palpatine about his bad dreams about his wife dying or something. Um, I don't think he. I don't think he even does. I think does he? Does he not? I don't think he. I think Palpatine just just like knows that. And Maybe Anakin he does. like doesn't question that. Maybe he does. <laughs> or is or is zoned out. He goes <laughs> or that. Anakin goes to him and he's talking he, like he doesn't even say a word and Palpatine's just, just like, like oh, no, so your about wife, your wife dying, right? <laughs> about your wife <laughs> dying in childbirth. And he's just like, um, I, I just walked in, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I'm sorry, then, have we met? So Palpatine tells Anakin <laughs> the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise. Which I'm assuming Darth Plagueis was his own master, or this is yeah, just that, some Sith tale that's been passed down from generation to generation. I it, 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 was, it was. I interpret it as, as his master, or at least, you know, his master's master, something like that. Right. Something along those lines. Um, which just, it, it, which adds this whole thing to the Sith, where it's like, why would you ever train an apprentice? <laughs> why would you do that? <laughs> like, like, what's the point in having an apprentice if you know they're just going to kill you? Because every single time, the apprentice winds up killing the master. Um, so Darth Plagueis hey, maybe had this, this... Maybe this one's going to be different, you know? <laughs> Darth I, can fi- I can fix him. was so powerful <laughs> in the Force that he could create life and also keep people from dying. Like, he could stop death. Which we find out later that the Jedi can do. Like, we found that out in recent years. Um, well, we, that the they Jedi can heal not, people. Yeah, but this is this goes back to like I I don't I can't hold out against this movie because that's more in the the sequels for well that's more J.J. Abrams for just kind of inventing this like thing. Well, um, I guess it'd be yeah. more on Filoni because right, he did yeah. it first. Grogu can right. heal people before well, before they can do it. But either way, yeah. So I get even it. then that, that that like I I can't hold that against this movie. However, I can hold against this movie the fact that Anakin trusts this little madman. Like <laughs> right. if somebody comes up to you talking like, like this, Bean. if somebody says something like this to you, leave. Walk <laughs> I, number one. I'm just. <laughs> if I live in this world and I'm Anakin, right, and I'm a Jedi, and I've heard all these Jedi stories, and this guy sits here talking to me, I'm doing the thing that Anakin does later in this movie where I'm pulling out my lightsaber and I'm saying, you're the Sith Lord, you're under arrest. <laughs> it's it's done. Like, it's over in that moment because you know. Like, how do you not Anakin, know at that point? Anakin just goes, uh, look, I really need to stop you. I just, uh, I'm, I'm going to go to the toilet. And then he steps out and he speaks into the razor mic that uh, that Qui-Gon used, the, the shaving <laughs> razor that they pretended was a microphone. And he just goes, uh, yes, he, he just told me he was a Sith. Like, he just straight up admitted it to me. <laughs> so we're uh, talking about, like, the dark side? Yeah, no, I, th- yeah, I, I he, think we he keeps He keeps talking about this guy called, like, Darth Plagueis or something. <laughs> um, he, he mentioned, he just straight up said, hey, I... I, I'm this guy. It's me. I'm, I'm, I'm the man in the story. Me. I am the Darth Sidious. <laughs> I am the right. Revenge of the Sith. Right. 
Um, so after Anakin Hills hears the story and he's like, he's like, yeah, Anakin's like, how can somebody learn this power? And Palpatine says, not from a Jedi. And then we cut. Uh, Obi-Wan goes to fight Grievous on the planet that he's on, the big crater, the big crater planet. Um, and then Anakin has another bad dream about, uh, Padme's death and then I just have in my notes here Anakin wants more I think this is the scene where he throws a fit about wanting more um, <laughs> because it's presented as because one of the things Palpatine mentions in his little speech is that um, power cor- corrupts and you just want more power that's apparently a symptom of the dark side so I guess that makes sense Um so he's being corrupted, I guess, but it really comes as a snapshot later that he is corrupted in like one go, so I don't know why they're setting that up. The clones <laughs> show up while Obi-Wan is fighting Grievous, um, and there's a little fight that breaks out, and that's kind of fun. And then Anakin, Anakin goes to report to Palpatine what that, that Grievous has been captured, uh, and this is when Anakin finds out that Palpatine is a Sith Lord, and he gets all mad at him, and he's like... Hey, you're a Sith Lord. I can't believe I trusted you. <laughs> and then he... How he, could I have seen this coming? <laughs> and then he just leaves? Like, he doesn't... <laughs> he didn't do anything about it? Like, he just walks away, and he goes and tells Mace Windu. Um, Obi-Wan kills Grievous, uh, and Mace Windu and some other Jedi go after Palpatine. They, ta- they tell Anakin to stay behind because it's too dangerous, but Anakin, being an idiot, doesn't listen. And he goes after them, not because he's an idiot, but because he wants to save his wife or whatever. Um, and then Palpatine and Mace Windu fight for a bit. I'm getting, I'm, I'm losing it. Anakin and Palpatine fight for a bit. Uh, Mace Windu dies because Anakin chooses to save Palpatine's life because he needs Palpatine to help him save Padme. So, so the reason that we've been presented in the last two movies that he's going to turn is because he can't control his anger. Even at the beginning of this movie, it's set up that he can't control his anger. But it turns out that's not what makes him turn to the dark side at all. Like the thing that we've been he setting wants up, to save his his wife. It's because he wants to save Padme, <laughs> which is a fine reason. I'm okay with him turning to the dark side because he wants to save Padme. It's a little weird to look at Darth Vader and think, man, the whole reason you're Darth Vader is because you're a simp. Um, like that's a little odd in retrospect, but I'm okay with it. But why set up the anger thing if you're not going to pay it off? You know, I guess may- maybe it's meant to be like, it's, it's both. I but don't it's not presented as both ma- as he's turning. You the, know? Ang- the anger made him angry and that's what made him accept. <laughs> the, <laughs> the anger made him angry. Anger, anger made him angry. Um, you know, but, it, but it's just like, like the whole reason he saves Palpatine's life is because he wants to, he needs him to teach him how to save Padme. And so he saves, he saves Palpatine's life. And then just instantly he's like, I'll do whatever you ask. Just let me, help me save my wife. I'll do, I'll do whatever. I'll kill as many of my friends as humanly possible. <laughs> I'll kill as I, many children as you want. Look, look, you point at someone, they're dead. Dead, instantly. Just, just, I will, I will stab and slice up a child. Just teach me how to save my wife. And then Palpatine tells Anakin, yeah, I don't really know how to do it, but we'll figure it out. Number one, <laughs> you tell me that, you're dead instantly. Like, I'm slicing but, you up. But you, you tell me that, I'm like, okay, 
well, that's a shame, isn't it? And then you just kill him. That's right. it. That's the, that's the end. Um, he's now, like, Anakin, Anakin gets, basically in this movie, Anakin just falls for a pyramid scheme. Look, <laughs> if we if we do this, I mean, I'll That's all you, the Sith are. Yeah, it, it, the, the Sith is just one giant pyramid scheme where they keep telling the one below them, like, oh, if you help me, then we'll sell you enough shares to to let you know how to reach the the Xenu part of, of <laughs> the 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 whole shebang. Like just just say no. That the Sith are consistently the worst people ever. Like I have here in my uh, in my notes, it just says, "LOL." Yoda said, "General Guivas." I <laughs> uh, continue though. <laughs> so. Uh, Palpatine renames Anakin to Darth Vader, which is fine. Uh, Palpatine tells Vader to go and kill the Jedi, and then he will be powerful enough to save Padme, even though Palpatine doesn't know that that's even possible, because uh, he was never taught by, by Darth Plagueis to do so. Um, the Jedi, all except Obi-Wan, Anakin, and Yoda are killed, even though Anakin's not a Jedi, he kind of bounces back and forth during this period of the movie. They're all killed. Anakin kills some children. Immediately after murdering the children, he goes to see his wife with her pregnant babies. Um, and then he just talks to her about what's going on. He lies to her and says that the Jedi are revolting, uh, but the Senator has given him a special task, and he's going to go kill the rest of the Separatists. So then he goes to the planet Mustafar. Uh, Palpatine goes before the Senate and he takes over the Senate and Anakin and Obi- very easily or, or just, rather yeah he just like slices he just walk, he just walks in and he goes I am the Senate now and they go yeah okay and they're like chilling right, yeah. too yeah. 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 also this man is wearing a dark cloak and has like the most evil face you've ever seen and he just goes he has oh, like yeah. glowing yellow eyes which <laughs> is like, like a known Sith thing in this universe and he's just like the attack has left me horribly scarred and disfigured and you know, uh, I guess uh, I get it because stuff like this happens in real life right like people people word things not like Hitler take Hitler for example Hitler did the same thing, right? People who should have been opposed to Hitler were for Hitler because, because there was turmoil going on and he promised to to end the turmoil and do the right things. So I guess I can see why the the um why the Senate would have been for this, but then he just laughs maniacally and says, I'm rebranding <laughs> as the new galactic empire. And then he just starts <laughs> laughing. And, and he starts shooting lightning out of his fingers. And he's <laughs> right, like, oh, okay. right. He goes ultimate power. Right. Um, so Palpatine now has control of the Senate. Obi-Wan and Yoda, they realize that Anakin has turned and is the one who murdered the children. Um, and Ewan McGregor's performance in this scene is genuinely heartbreaking. Like, it's such a good... Mm. It would have been great yeah, had no, we I, seen them as friends before this right. movie. <laughs> before the... the, the 10 minutes that we saw them together in this movie. But yeah, you and McGregor's acting absolutely carried this movie. That, that's the, that's the one thing that watching this movie has, has made me excited for, for the Obi-Wan show. Not that I wasn't already, but you know, but it's like, more like, Ewan McGregor really does, like he's he cracking this movie. and he's like, number one, I, we should remind everybody that Jedi are not supposed to form attachments, but he's like, I'm so attached to Anakin I can't go after him. You're gonna have to go after Anakin. I'll go after. I'll go after Palpatine. Like, but I can't do it. 
And Yoda's like, like I, can't, I can't kill this guy who's like a brother to me, even though we've never seen him be like a brother to me on screen. I, I but cannot, tr- trust me, it's, it happened off screen. I can't kill this boy who I raised, Yoda. <laughs> I need you to do that, and I'll take the Emperor. Because it's not going to go well if I go after Anakin. And Yoda's like, nope, you're not powerful enough. I'll go after the Emperor. You go kill the boy you raised. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, Yoda's the worst. Um, Yoda, Yoda just doesn't care about anything anymore. He's just like, he, he's so tired it's called, of Anakin. It's called being a Sigma male. All right, you just wouldn't get it. I think Yoda has realized that they've lost at this point, And he's like, I guess we'll try it. Um so, he, well, he knows he knows that like that the creepy old man is a slightly easier fight than than the young guy who's like full of energy and stuff, and he's just like, mm, you, you, hear me out. The, the young you take guy him on. that they've been describing as as Star Wars Jesus for the past three movies, <laughs> right? Yoda just doesn't want to admit he's wrong, and mm-hmm. so he's just like, oh, no, no, I, you, you know, I think if you fight him, it will go really well. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You fight him. You fight him. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go live on the the swamp planet go, for a few yeah. years. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm gonna. Um, um, oh, I'm you, gonna go you, crawl you, through these vents. You missed with... over the scene where uh, Yoda's now friends with Chewbacca because yeah. right. they had to. <laughs> I think yeah, I put no, that... I, I put I put that in my notes. I because I didn't I didn't realize it was Chewbacca until. Um, so I, I have my name. notes. Da- <laughs> right, I have damn this little mf going hard. Um, in in regards to that one little uh, Padawan or youngling that took on like oh yeah eight clones when like none of the uh, other Jedi George, did anything think, other than I think Yoda. That's like, I think that's like George Lucas's grandson. It was actually um, all of the members of InSync. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually that's actually Cal Kestis. Yeah, uh, <laughs> right. Then, then, then I have right, right after that. I have Chewbacca looks like shit. Also, why make that Chewbacca other than hey, remember Chewbacca? Yeah, and he doesn't look good. It's the worst looking Chewbacca has ever it's, looked. It's it's, well, it's it's also the worst looking Wookiee in this movie. Like yeah. all the other Wookiees right. look better than well, him. The, well, the, the other the other like, Wookiees were like, touched like, up with CGI, but I think on. to keep the consistency between this and the original trilogy, because they care about that for this one scene, they decided <laughs> right. not to touch up Chewbacca, and he doesn't look good. I I only ever knew that it was Chewbacca again uh, because of the Lego game. <laughs> because in in the Lego game for this for this part of the movie. <laughs> Uh, you you play as Yoda and Chewbacca fighting your way through Kashyyyk to try and get to the, the the rocket, and it ends in a really frustrating bit where you have to force pull the rocket out of the ground while uh, stormtroopers continue to attack you and e- interrupting you. It's the worst thing in the world. So I have a special hate for that scene. Um, and it, I don't know. Do you just, not remember the part so in the scene where Yoda says, "Thanks, Chewbacca, mm-hmm. you're a lifelong no, I, friend." Right. I, I just zoned out for most of that part because I I didn't care. Right, 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 I didn't right. care about Yoda and these two Wookies who I've never seen him with prior to about five minutes before that scene. Right. I get it. I get it. No worries. No worries. No sweat. <laughs> um, I um yeah. I also have here in my notes right after that um. In, in regards to the scene of, of Padme finding out that Anakin just murdered a bunch of children, she says, no, not Anakin. He couldn't. Um, <laughs> and it's like, um, in, man. In the past movie, she, her, she was very aware of him murdering women and children. Yeah. And not just that, but also saying that he thinks that he should, or that not that he should be, but there should be someone in their political system who just... 
Most kills people. people that don't agree with them. The, the thing is, she had to put that on because in her mind, she was actually thinking, God, this is so hot. She's like, oh, my God, I really should have seen the signs. I, oh, there were like, so many red flags. Oh, my God. She was actually it's just not even that. Like, no, she is I wouldn't have actively more turned on at the moment. She, right. she's, she's just like, man, I, I think I want to have more kids like, with him. Oh, my God. Oh. Like, she, is, she's is she's crying. This- <laughs> she's crying because he's too busy out there killing people for her to to be with him, and that's when she <laughs> loves him the most, right? So, Obi Wan goes to Padme in the scene that we were just talking about to track down Anakin so that he can kill him, and she's like, "No, I won't tell you where he's at." And then I don't know what happened. I zoned out, but they're together when they land on Mustafar. <laughs> so I don't. I, I guess she she came around to her senses. And then Obi Wan well, and Anakin. She, um, she she took the ship to the the cool looking chrome ship um, to <laughs> mustard fart. She, she took the iced out. She ship. took him to her penthouse and then she freaked it. <laughs> um, and and uh, Obi Wan snuck in and hid in the little he hid in the little like Harry Potter broom closet. Oh, cool. Cool. <laughs> God, yeah, Obi Wan just Obi Wan's like, hey, uh, Anakin's on this planet. Um, you should go see him. Just don't check your ship. Uh, uh, don't don't look in your in don't, your very, don't, very don't large your, your your comically large ship. <laughs> look, I you might see me walk on. It's not me. It, you know you 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 see things. Look, it's I'm just there to keep you safe, mate. Like I just I don't want to kill him. I just want to keep you safe. I'm not even going to step out. I'm not even going to step out of the ship. You know. I'm, just gonna, I'm gonna stand there in the doorway with my hands on my hips like Superman. That's all I'm gonna do. I promise. I'm gonna I'm gonna. Well, I just want you to know, it's going to be like a, a three-hour trip to Mustafa. Uh, I'm just going to spend that time mastering my disappointed dad pose. Uh, so, that, so, you know, I I'm think gonna, that's really going to break yell, Hey, hey, let go of her. Leave her alone. So, and then so Anakin gets mad at Padme for bringing Obi-Wan when Obi-Wan actually snuck on the ship to begin with. She gets mad. He chokes her a little bit. He, he basically just makes his full transformation to the dark side at this point. And then Obi-Wan and Anakin fight for 30 minutes. And that's not an yeah. exaggeration. I timed it. They fight for have, 30 minutes. I have I have in my notes because I thought I was hoping, I was really hoping there was a scene where the, one of their lightsabers got knocked away and they were just kind of fighting over the one and then that other one got knocked away and there were like five seconds where they just fist fought. And I was really hoping, like, like I, I, will, I wish just like half of this scene was just them, <laughs> them just like fist fighting just for, for a second or like, like force fist fighting or something. And then they finally get their lightsabers back, and then he, he you know, chops them in half and, and all that good stuff it leads to Darth Vader. I but was it, hoping. It, it, was, it was just five seconds, then they, they force pulled their lightsabers back. I they, was they hoping. They just both throw the lightsabers out the window. Like, like, that was my hope. I was, hoping I was, I was really just hoping this movie would end um, sooner. So while Obi-Wan and Anakin are fighting, Yoda and Palpatine fight, and it's comical because Yoda's just flipping around. Um, I actually, I didn't, I didn't mind Yoda flipping around in this movie. If I'm being completely honest, I didn't hate it. <laughs> um, but it, the the Mustafar fight between Anakin and Obi Wan is too long, and we'll get to that in a minute because that's going to be like my closing discussion on this movie. Um, Obi Wan wins, I guess, because he thinks he's murdered Anakin. He chops him in half, and then he catches Anakin catches on fire. So then Obi Wan grabs his lightsaber and walks away. I don't get why he didn't like, like finish him off. Like, like even if if this wasn't like, you know, like 
the boy that you raised that was a friend of yours and you knew was was horribly evil. Like, it, it's like it's so it, far it, gone from him. Well, like it's like even like if I if I saw like the worst person in the world burning to death like Hitler. that. If you like saw that, Hitler, if I saw Hitler burning to death like that, I would I would mercy kill him. Like, like even it, though it's Hitler, at, I'm not like point, I, I'm not sadistic enough to just. You just watch <laughs> right. and let someone just burn to death. And no, you're watching. And them, I'm pretty and sadistic. <laughs> they're like burning to death, and you're just still berating them for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, dude, they're, they're suffering enough. You don't need to <laughs> say that. Too. I think it gets the point. I also, I love like, like once again, you and McGregor's acting, phenomenal. Oh yeah. Um, it makes me believe, just, like, it, that, that's the only part that right. makes me believe, that, like, like, he actually cares they had, they had a genuine friendship, yeah. I was like, oh my god, maybe he really was like his brother. Maybe he did love him. And then you cut to Anakin, and he just says, I hate you! <laughs> and he just, he has, it's like the, uh, the Brendan Fraser eyes, <laughs> where they're just like, or like the, the Snapchat filter to, like, make make your eyes look like you're you're crying. Make your eyes look like <laughs> Brendan Fraser? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then, as as Obi Wan is leaving, they must like it, it's like that meme. They must pass each other in the atmosphere as they're going around, and they just stare at each other's eyes, like, "Oh shit, that this is hey, happening." Hey, man, hey, uh, Uncle Tien, you here? Hong Kong. And then Palpatine <laughs> just comes out and says, like, uh, "Yeah, we'll make do." He's alive. <laughs> He's fine. We'll just put him in the the new version of the Grievous suit. Um, right. So Palpatine finds Anakin. He puts him in the Darth Vader suit. The babies are born and Padme dies. Um, Darth Vader says, no. (laughs) I do like the scene immediately before that. That's really cool. When Palpatine tells Anakin that he killed Padme and he just like crushes everything in the room. Yeah, I I, I did really like that. Big fan of that. Um, But then it's ruined by the fact that he screams no. I also have here, um, Goofy Odd Droid said, Uba Duba. <laughs> he, he does say that. The droid does say that as the babies are being born. I guess it's in their language. Uba Duba. Why, why don't the droids just speak English? Because it's not funny. I can't <laughs> right. Yeah, so the babies are born, and Padme immediately names them. Like the boy comes up, she's like, Luke. Like, and then oh, the girl comes up, and oh, she's Luke. like, Leia. It's like she's saying it as quick as <laughs> possible. Imagine- Imagine, imagine so that she like be over. Imagine that she dies and like everyone just turns to Jimmy Smith. He's like, "How do we, what, what, they're both girls?" Um, <laughs> no, because because that's what the alien was saying. She was telling Padme the gender right. of the babies. Uba Duba meant girl. <laughs> um, so the babies are born. Padme dies. Also, uh, uh, one one more thing in regards to that scene. Um, I have here people talk sh- shit about uh. The somehow Palpatine has returned thing, but have no problem with the um, somehow she has lost the will to live, <laughs> which is I, the I reason to, that she dies in this. She dies like she has no medical. Heart. I just want to point <laughs> out that that people people will act like this. Okay, this is my my last Jedi defender stance coming in, but people will actively point out that Anakin is fine in Episode Six as like a redeemed character, even though he slaughters children and they show it and then they're like oh but luke pulled out his lightsaber for one second while looking at a kid (laughs) irredeemable ruined the character ruined the character my my childhood hero my my childhood ruined oh but darth vader killing children no that unlike unlike padme that just you know makes me really like yeah i love him more um babies are hidden construction begins on the death star 
Roll credits. Which is weirdly upbeat for the ending of this movie. In the movie where basically everyone is dead, no one is happy, everyone's miserable, and they're like... My last note is... Uncle Owen do the Luke thing. Um, every single word misspelled other than Owen. And then just <laughs> shout out to Joel Edgerton. Who I'm, uh, I'm very excited to see back on the uh, the Obi-Wan show. Here's what's more interesting to me than Uncle Owen do the Luke thing. Is, is the horrible makeup on young Moff Tarkin. <laughs> it's so the, ugly. Did you catch you it, Daniel? I uh, genuinely, I did not realize so, that. So was you need to Google it. So, to so a guy walks up and he hands the Death Star plans or whatever to um, Darth Vader and the Emperor while they're standing on their ship watching the Death Star be built, and it's it's Tarkin, and you can tell it's supposed to be Tarkin, but it's the worst makeup I've ever seen in my life. Um, <laughs> it's just a thin guy. That's all it is. It's a thin guy, and they they, they just try and like. It's a they thin like guy, but they built up all this makeup on his face, like prosthetics, to make him look like Tarkin. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, it's bad. Um, so, roll credits. I've got a list of things that I hate. It's it's much less than the last movie's list of things that I hate. Uh, anything dealing with love? Any of the love scenes? Mm. Hate it. It's so bad. Uh, the Mustafar fight is on the list of things that I hate because it's too long and it's boring. Um... Uh, I, did, I did like about the the, the mustard fart fight. They uh, there was that scene where they swung on the ropes like pirates. I was hoping they would ha- they would have like a lightsaber fight midair like that. Didn't ha- didn't oh, happen. Been, been I don't fun. know why I kept ho- I kept hoping for things I knew weren't in this. I, scene I, I kept I hoping that this fight it. would be better. I was just I was like like maybe maybe this time I watch it. Maybe maybe it'll be it'll be good. Oh, this, the problem is it's a quarter of the movie long and nothing right. exciting happens. Star Wars is an abusive boyfriend. So you just you keep <laughs> hoping that it's going to be better this time, and you know it's not, but you just keep coming back to it anyway. Right. So the Mustafar fight is on the list of things that I hate. Uh, Padme dying of a broken heart, and then no, those are all of the things on the list of things that I hate. <laughs> and so, then just no. no. Just well, it's 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 uh, Darth Vader screaming no. Ah, uh, right. <laughs> I thought you were just saying no to this movie. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. So the more um, the more I see of Grand Moff talking, like I hadn't seen the picture <laughs> of him, the the, the the like profile picture they did of him. It the, the more it doesn't it doesn't look like a, it looks like a wax figure. Yeah, because it is because he's covered in wax to make him look like <laughs> Grandma. Like the, well, there's there's one here that I'm seeing, uh, which is just the most abhorrent picture I think I've ever seen in my life. Uh, and I, I'm going to show it to you too because I want to get your reactions on this. Um, it's the, it's, the worst. it's bad. I'm telling you, it's bad. The makeup is bad. Anyway, this movie. Wow, he really so, just does look like he's wax. So here, here's the thing that we can't um, – the, the point that we can't get across or I can't get across in a discussion like this because we're just kind of going through points of, of the movie, like plot points. This movie is paced so horribly. <laughs> like, like it is genuinely so poorly paced because there, uh, there's a really exciting opening scene and then nothing happens for the next 30 minutes. And then – like things happen, but nothing, nothing good, ha- like nothing beneficial happens. I would argue nothing beneficial happens at all, but you get my point. And then halfway through the movie, Anakin turns to the dark side. 
that's halfway. That's the ending of your movie. But that that's like uh, when I was watching this movie. Um, I, I was even talking to Dan a little bit when I was watching it, and I got to the point where Anakin was, you know, slaughtering children and stuff. And I thought, okay, so this is the this is the start of the third act. And then I checked how much runtime I had left, and I had an hour of the movie left. Well, the problem is, you're right. Yeah, it ca- is the start kept... of the third act, but the third act the third is act half is... of the movie. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and... I, I kept I kept thinking I was halfway through this movie when I wasn't. <laughs> it's it's just so it is so poorly paced, and, and and that's so frustrating because we know how movies are supposed to play out, like we know how they're supposed to work because that is the the and movies work that way on purpose. It's not like oh they they broke the mold on how we make movies. It's not that. We know how movies are supposed to work, and they work that way because that is how you tell a satisfying story. A story is satisfying when you have a good beginning, a solid middle, and a strong landing. This movie has a very Nothing. short beginning. Nothing. The middle at the beginning, and then the end halfway through the movie. And it makes for a really unsatisfying story, which is why I'm saying like, yeah, I can see how when you're a child and you don't care about the story, this movie would be nostalgic to you today because there's a lot of really cool things that you remember. But if you go into this movie, it's so hard. It's it's a drag to sit through because there are so many huge chunks of nothing happening to advance the plot but once the plot is advanced as far as it can advance in this movie it still keeps going for another hour and a half and so this movie i that, that's the reason i say that this movie is probably just as bad as the rest of the prequels it just has more fun stuff in it because this movie suffers from nothing happening at all I um <laughs> I have here in my notes uh every scene with Obi-Wan best scene and then followed by and clones and wookies and basically everyone but Anakin. I just I I wish this movie was an Obi-Wan movie. Like I know we're getting an Obi-Wan series so I can't be yeah. too mad. But I just I wish this the whole thing should have been focused I mean, no, on Obi-Wan. like 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 I said the the best thing that watching this movie has done for me is get me even more excited for the Obi-Wan show. Well, so this this goes back to a greater problem with the prequels in general. The prequel trilogy in general suffers from the fact that there is no main character. Like you would think it'd be Anakin, but Anakin is never really presented as the main character. You would think it'd be Padme, but she's never Obi-Wan should have been the main character of these three movies. Right. It's like, I mean, it's like they couldn't decide which character was the main character. So it was just like, let's let's just have them all have scenes. Sometimes like, they're together. Like Sometimes the they trilogy, each other. The original trilogy is an ensemble cast, but Luke Skywalker's the main character, and yeah. that comes across. The sequel trilogy is the same way. Like it's an ensemble cast. But Ray is the main character. Easy. Right. Like it's it's very easy to pick and choose who is the main character of those movies. With this one, there isn't. And so there's nobody for us to put our focus and our investment in. Number one, because they're all horrible, but number two, because we're <laughs> never presented with a main character. Like I, even- I'm I think what happened was they they like obviously they intended Anakin to be a main character. And but then, then they were like, maybe we shouldn't make our man main character this like child murderer. Right. But, and, but well, even in the last just, one, like, you could have made him the main character of of Phantom Menace I, or, or uh, I, Attack of the Clones, but he's not. 
I think I think what happened was well, he was because he was a child murderer in that too. They just (laughs) they just forgot about it in this one. Like it, it was. I think either they did it and then they thought, man, this this character is just bad. We need to we need to get a better focus. Or the more likely one was that they had Obi Wan and Ewan McGregor was doing such a good job that they wanted to shift focus to him, but then they couldn't because Anakin needed to be built up. So they just kind of had this weird back and forth with the two of them. So neither of them get much. Showtime, and then the only thing that saves Obi Wan is the fact that Ewan McGregor is a fantastic actor. He's the only person who knows what to do with this dialogue, and that's been that's been beat to death a million times. Like everybody who's ever talked about these movies has mentioned that he's the only person who knows what to do with this horrible script because he's the only person who can give it any sort of like chemistry or humanism or make it sound like real words like he's not saying real things if you look if you listen he's not written any different he's written just as bad as everyone else but even samuel l jackson can't do anything with this script like there's nothing he he gets a purple lightsaber he does get a purple lightsaber that's true he got that in the last movie though i don't know this movie is that that's the reason this one is frustrating to me the last one was frustrating because it's horrible. This the Phantom Menace is frustrating because it doesn't really expound upon really good ideas. This movie is horrible because it it this movie is frustrating to me because it does it's such a bad job at f- it fumbles the ball at um just telling a very basic story. But but I think you're kind of backed into a corner when making these movies. And this is the the perspective I have as now, after watching them with fresh eyes here to do this this series we've done, there's no way to make these movies good. I don't think. I don't think there's any way to make a, a prequel trilogy that is good because this story was never meant to be told, right? It's 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 borderline impossible to take the original trilogy and the story of this guy who was a good guy who turned into a bad guy and and he's now like the main villain of this like it's. It's very difficult to then take that and go back and tell the story of how we got there because it's not going to make any sense and it's not going to be satisfying. And so I think that's probably part of the problem. But I just you know, I, uh, you know what was pretty satisfying? Those uh, those weird like it was like the ship ports on the, the like weird puzzle face alien planet where Grievous was hiding, where Obi-Wan rode the big lizard and said hello there. It was like the ship ports that were like, they looked like a whale's skeleton. I liked those a lot. Oh, that was, that was quite chunk. satisfying. That, that, was, that was pretty sick. That chunk of the movie with, with Obi-Wan and Grievous on that, the crater planet, that was my, that was my favorite chunk yeah. of the movie. Yeah, no, I, I love that. I loved Obi-Wan just like, just kind of winging it, just riding the little feathered lizard thing. The, the thing Rest that goes beast. like, <laughs> <laughs> It goes, Went <laughs> my uh my dog really hated when that noise happened in the movie. Like every time he would start growling at the screen. <laughs> I think I think your dog just recognized just hated what the movie, movie was. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. All right. Final thoughts, everyone. I, I guess I've kind of shared mine already. Um, um Josh, I know yours is gonna be nostalgically biased and you're gonna love this movie because I, I was just gonna say no. Time. <laughs> I was just going to say no to the movie. <laughs> um, it, yeah, I, like I let's like say I'm a bit biased uh, because of other 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 things that made this nicer to watch, like the video games. Um, but the movie on its own, 
I think it's at least visually interesting enough to the point that I can turn my brain off and just have it on in the background, which is more than I can do for the other two. Eh, maybe maybe Phantom Menace, but uh, it's yeah, it's. I it's will never good. turn Attack of the Clones on ever again. <laughs> no, I, I refuse to watch them. Like even if someone sits me down and is like, "Hey, we're watching Attack of the Clones," I I will walk out. I have never <laughs> seen that movie again. It was the worst experience of my life. Um. But th- this isn't as bad. It's at least like th- there's fun moments in it, which kind of it's a fun moment, and then you feel like you're just waiting for the next fun moment that never really yeah. comes. <laughs> so what you're um, saying is there's one fun not... moment in all of this it's, movie. It's the, and it's the opening scene. <laughs> it's no, the there's, opening there's like scene. two fun. There's like two fun moments. There's it's there's any the moment opening with scene and oh, and any scene with Obi Wan. <laughs> right, right, right. Any scene with Obi Wan. Basically, you're sitting here and you're thinking this Obi Wan scene's good, and then it cuts back to Anakin, and you just go, oh, oh my god. Why? Then you zone out. You scroll on your phone, <laughs> look through Twitter, go on TikTok. Then oh oh you and McGregor's back all right zone back in yeah that, that, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed this movie a lot more than I was expecting to because I hadn't seen it in in years and I was I was never really clouded by nostalgia with it I kind of always didn't didn't like it or any of the prequels <laughs> but I um I enjoyed this movie I um. Would watch it again in a couple years once I've forgotten about it. <laughs> once I've forgotten how much I hate this movie, <laughs> I, I will definitely that. watch it again. I don't like this movie. That's kind of how I feel about the Star Wars prequels in general. Um, yeah, people will people praise them, and then I'll be like, maybe maybe I need to rewatch them. Like maybe maybe they're better than I think. And then I go to watch them, and I'm like, no, I was right. Everybody else is wrong. These movies are as bad as I remember them being. Um, I still stand by <laughs> my point that Phantom Menace is the best of the three. This is uh, uh, this is the only of the of the prequels that I that I watched within the past five years, so I, I can't really comment on this. Phantom but, Menace um, isn't as fun as this movie. I will say, but, but I hate it mid from, from like a from phantom like midis a, from like a script perspective. I mid achlorians. I think that that phantom menace from a storytelling perspective, phantom menace brings the most to the table and it's very visually interesting. And the characters in that, I was going to say they're not as unlikable, but Qui-Gon Jinn's the worst, but, but that movie <laughs> does enough <laughs> to have at least a semblance of a plot, okay? And Attack of the Clones has no plot at all, and this movie has a plot that's so basic that they had to fill for the whole movie um, with just pointless stuff. And the pacing is so bad in this movie that it makes it very unsatisfying. That's what I'll say. Okay, I hate all three of these movies. At least The Phantom Menace is somewhat satisfying, in that I, I think, it ends. I, th- <laughs> I think the reason I like this is the highs of this movie are higher than The Phantom Menace. Yes, um, but I would say there are more highs in The Phantom Menace. But there are more highs yeah. in The Phantom Menace. It's, but a, it's, just, it's, a, it's a quantity makes, versus quality thing. Right, yeah. This movie just makes me feel better because I think it looks visually better. <laughs> See, I don't know because not- Phantom Menace is gorgeous. Like, that movie is beautiful. Attack of the Clones is ugly. Yeah. Um, right. 
And no, I, no one here is going to try and defend Attack of the Clones. Right. I don't think. <laughs> this movie's wait, wait, hold on. You mean my favorite movie with uh, the best Star Wars character in history, the giant green praying mantis? You mean the greatest Star Wars character in history, Dexter Jexter? <laughs> right. You mean um, the best Star Wars character in history, Watto? But yeah. <laughs> It's. I will say it's a closer race than I thought. I still think I prefer Phantom Menace. If I had to just put on a movie in the background to watch while I'm doing other things, I'm probably putting on Phantom Menace because it's more interesting. I think it's it's such it's like such a close call because um, I think I I think what and that this that whole... is with the context that neither of these are good. I, was gonna say, I think what the whole experience has given me, uh, I say given me, has made me realize more than before is just that George Lucas is a sociopath and should not helm movies. Right. And he yes, really absolutely. hasn't. He really hasn't yeah. since. He, I think well, either he, like, he or, or Hollywood have realized that. <laughs> well, he, he's an ideas man. You know, he, he has these good ideas and then everyone else has to come in and be like, these are not, these are not like. Great, he's, but we he's, can. He's good at he's good at making rough drafts. Yeah, he just needs the, someone see, else to refine them. But the ideas here, in this one especially, still aren't good. Well, the, the ideas, right? And to be fair, it, the ideas in Star Wars are just Dune. So maybe right. he's not good at ideas. And, and oh, the ideas yeah. here are just ideas that are from the other movies that he didn't write. Well, funny enough, I, I found this out recently. Um, so Empire Strikes Back is his least favorite Star Wars movie. And it's also the one that he had least he did the second. least on, right? Yeah. So uh, you know that one. That one he didn't even direct. No, the no he didn't. Trilogy, he, didn't did direct, he? he didn't direct any of the original trilogy. Um, I thought he directed New I Hope. No, he directed New Hope, didn't he? No, Spielberg did New Hope, didn't he? No, Spielberg wasn't like allowed to be involved true. in Star Wars. Wait, no, no. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm no. Looking... George Lucas directed. Yeah, New Hope. The but the point is, all of the ideas in this in these movies are based around ideas from the original trilogy, most of which he had nothing to do with. Like the whole, the whole character of Anakin Skywalker being the father of, of Luke Skywalker from the original, or the whole idea of Darth Vader being like, that wasn't his idea. You don't have like that. Right. It's he just introduced those two characters. And then someone else said, Hey, what if they were the same character? Wouldn't that be neat? Correct. Right. And, and it's, and I it was. Know. It was neat. It, I was, it was neat. neat. I don't think. I don't think he's even a great ideas man. I think he's he's a crazy person who made three movies mm. that are very bad. That for some reason people like two of them. I can stomach. You know, <laughs> like I don't know. We got to wrap it, this up because we've been talking it, okay. for an no, hour and twenty it, minutes. It's shocking, it's shocking mm. how bad episode two is. That's that's the that's the end result of all this. The uh, takeaway yeah, really, of that's... this series. Of of movies that we watched is Attack of the Clones. Um, Attack of the, the Clones. It is a movie with a giant praying mantis. And that's but the best thing that comes out of that movie. The fact that that movie somehow got released theatrically baffles me. Uh, other than that, uh, what we have is next week we're watching more <laughs> bad stuff. We're watching something it. somehow. We're going to watch something worse than the Star Wars prequels. <laughs> True. So. <laughs> That'll be exciting. Dalton hates us. <laughs> this, is how, this, got, is how, this is how Dalton is punishing me for not coming to his wedding. We've got we've got four. <laughs> this, this is how Dalton is punishing me for coming to his wedding. <laughs> <laughs> we're starting a series of four movies that we're going to watch next week, and I'm very excited. Um, 
And then yes, a, a, qual- a quality of, of movies. And then, yeah, and then a fifth movie of, of Josh and mine's choosing. I'm so nervous. Are you guys going to tell <laughs> me what it is after we're done recording? I still don't no, even know what it is. I, I, apparently, I, 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 apparently, me and Josh came up with something. I have no idea what it is, though. Okay, I'll, I'll, yeah, just, I'll DM it to you real quick. Okay. Um, but no, I, I, don't, I think I want to tell you when we watch the final one of our quadrilogy, because I just I want to get your reaction <laughs> for it. Uh, all right cool (laughs) join us next week everybody as we watch the god's not dead franchise (laughs) all four of them we will see you and uh remember palpatine did a big spin in this movie he did he did he did a very big spin he's like multiple spins he's like a corkscrew and 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 then then he goes spun (laughs) (laughs) right we'll see you on the next episode of simi pro